Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Hey, welcome to another great episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered with Taylor Bradley. What's going on? Good. Well, you know what's going on. You said, you're just like, how you doing? So I'm just like, good. And then I start dancing. It's like, <laughs> that's not our routine, but we all, we do it every single time. Um, but you know, I always have the best days when we record. So it's like, get you on a high and then you roll right into the work day. How you doing today? I'm good, actually, just so the viewers know. So normally we've been recording these on Thursdays. It's been like, you know, it's been our jam, maybe even Friday sometimes. But yeah. we're like, you know what? This is such a great time. We love this. We love all the comments, reviews you guys have been giving us. So keep it coming. Uh, we changed it to Monday. So it's our first Monday morning recording. And I think it's going to be an amazing week. I'm actually impressed with us, with how we're rolling into this <laughs> recording on Monday. I mean, I kind of forgot it was a Monday, but my I feel like last week fucked me all up with the holiday. Didn't you? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. The, I'll tangent too much on that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, I don't know. Today feels like a Monday, but doesn't. And maybe this, maybe the podcast is why it doesn't yeah. feel like a Monday. I Pretty think so. I think so. And I think that this is a very meaty topic. Well, I think a lot of our topics are pretty meaty, but this one, it's just, God, it's the rage. And I feel like a grandma saying this, but... <laughs> What we're going to talk about today is the role that social media plays in recruiting. And yeah. there are so many different ways to look at this because you can think, okay, as a recruiter, I have a brand and I have to have a social media on my brand. But then you can also think actually the act of recruiting um, on the role that social media plays. So, you know, I can't wait to see what direction you're going to take this. Yeah, I was, I actually loved researching this. I went down this like rabbit hole because we get asked a lot not only by hiring managers, but by candidates, you know, mm -hmm. what impacts does having a social media presence have on my candidacy or our ability to attract job seekers? I think it's one of those things that people are kind of noodling over. Like, okay, now we've laid out on social media does matter. Like everybody's come to that general consensus, but it's also like now which ones? There's so much shit out there. And you know, now there's threads. That's the new new. Uh, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Like, are you be threading soon? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I'm still not on TikTok. I'm like, I've, I've literally became your, you know, the parents, like our parents, where it's like, there's too much. I'm not going to learn that, you know? So I have like the old school Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and that's kind of it. I haven't done TikTok or any of that. Not, I'm not opposed to any of it. I'm like, it's just one more thing. But um, these stats were really interesting to me because it was like a path. The path I went down is just, what role does social media play in today's world, you know, in from a business sense? And I got some really great stats and I was like, our listeners, would, they'd love this. It's really good to know. It's good insight. So a survey conducted by Monster found that 65% of respondents would be open to hearing about a new job opportunity if they were informed about it via a personal connection in their social network. Think uh -huh. that's a referral. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that could be LinkedIn. It could be me as a recruiter. Doing yeah. Um, okay. So I guess what I would want to dig there, it's like, are we talking like video? We're talking message. We talk about job posting, like sending that over that I, I would have more questions there, you know? Yeah. Like, well, and it just what said it once. 
Exactly. Well, and it said a personal connection. So what I immediately went to in my head, because I'm like, okay, that's either a referral or it could be when I think of personal connection, and maybe it's the word connection, is that I think somebody on LinkedIn that you're is a first connection for you uh-huh. that is like, hey, I found out. So not necessarily a recruiter, but somebody that is a personal connection that's like, hey, someone posted this job or my company has this job. I think you'd be a great fit for it. So I think this stat, that one doesn't shock us. But I think this one, the next one I'm going to get to is like the one that jobs, job um, or companies, not job seekers, sorry, companies really need to be mindful of is that Glassdoor did did this whole thing and they stated that 79% of job seekers use social media when conducting their job search. That's huge. What, yeah. Yeah. 79% huge. So I am wondering, are people applying less? So from my lens, it looks like people are applying more. Same. But I wonder just based off of the stat, like if you're like roaming on social media um, and then, you know, it would be really interesting again, because LinkedIn to me is very much social media. Like that's like that. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I wonder if we're talking about like they want to see like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Thread, all of the other shit. I completely think it is that. I don't think it's no, like, I think back in the day when it used to be like research the company, you'd be like, look at their website, look at their glass store reviews. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that anymore. I think people are turning more towards social media because they realize like glass store, which I know who provided us this stat, but they just, that's disgruntled employees or ex-employees going to bitch. And I think on social media, that's why people are going to the Instagrams. They're going to... Um, the LinkedIn's because you get a, a clearer picture of like what the company's about. You can look at their Instagram and see like, are they, um, are they into philanthropy? Are they posting that sort of stuff? Like anything that if a company's posting it, that's who they are. You know, they're trying to build their company brand. And so what they want you to see is who they are. In my opinion, um, I feel like Glassdoor is somebody else's view of the company, you know? Agreed. And until Glassdoor actually like talks to all of get some yeah. news from all of the employees then come to me because it's like i mean same with yelp right people enjoy bitching like um there's oh my god there's this stat i'm probably gonna get it wrong but it was something like you know five and one uh out of one in five people will go bitch as opposed to tell about it uh, something that went really well it's you know true. like it's it's insane to me um i probably got that set wrong but whatever you know you know what i mean yeah, no one's taking the time to do that. It's just because your emotions are high and you're upset. It's like you can only take that. Let's take it like with a grain of salt. Yeah, which is crazy because I know that's that's common in like everybody's life. But I actually spend more time leaving positive reviews than I do bitching about something. You know? Yeah, like, it would have to be a very bad situation for me. Like I would have to be really warning people because I got screwed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I got fucked over and I have to just tell them and I don't want other people to get fucked over. Like I'd have, it'd have to be a really bad situation for me to yelp something like that. Yeah, I did one last week and that was like the first one, like the bad one. And I did it last week and that's the first one I've done in like years. But the, I got fucked over. So I was like, no, don't go to this yeah. place. Like, you have to. You just have to. Yeah, I yeah. felt an obligation to. Um, okay, so then another recent survey found over 85% of employers said social media helps them find and engage with passive job seekers. Love it. Love that stuff. So I've, I feel like for all of you questioning whether you should have social media presence or social media at all uh-huh. for your job search, I feel like that right there is a good indication. Um, companies are going to look and see what your social footprint is. So if, at the very least, have a LinkedIn. You have to have a LinkedIn. Okay. I have a question for you. It's controversial. I have 
<laughs> okay. So yeah. Uh, so for me, you know, I'm, I'm not really, I, I hate social media. I'm not like I, if someone applies to work here, for example, um, I personally don't look at their, their social footprint. Um, that's, I don't know. That's just not who I am, but I know that most people do. So we had this person apply a long time ago before you and I had even met. And this person was like the crazy hardcore party. And I'm talking okay. like outrageous party because you know I party. Okay. And that was, this was a long yeah. time ago. So I really partied. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking like, like drugs and stuff like that, like hardcore stuff. Okay. And it was all over their social media. And it was that moment where it's like, do we cancel the interview? Do we talk to them? Is this okay? What do you think? Well, I mean, if it's illegal drugs, I think what a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. That's uh, how I feel. Well, I feel like you have your answer right there. Like, you can't hire somebody that is posting, like, engaging in illegal activity and you know about it, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's exactly what I said. I'm like, this person just doesn't, isn't very smart, right? <laughs> like, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> I mean, there's no yeah. common sense going on up here. No. And then it's like, and if you're advertising that on social media, then you clearly have no boundaries as to when you do or don't do it. You're probably doing, you know, I don't know what the, the drug was, but, like, you're probably doing it. If you don't care who knows about it because you're putting it on yeah. social media, you're special kind of stupid. And also you probably have no boundaries of like, oh, it's work time. It's, you know, Sunday. It's like it's probably an all day, everyday activity for you. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's a huge red flag. Yeah. So social media really goes both ways. I think a lot of these things are like, hey, what's the company doing? Hey, how about this? What are the candidates doing? Like, what are they doing to have their presence online? Because it's all matters. Like everyone's looking soft skills and new hard skills so it's like people are trying to figure out who you are as an individual who you are going to be at work yeah and i think that to assume that social media is something that's reserved for your personal life is a dated mentality to have in 2023 i think mm -hmm. whatever lives out there on the internet it's in it's out there on the internet you know what i mean like it's out there it's discoverable so it's not yours like you can't expect somebody from the company not go type in your name and search because it's your private social media if it's searchable and it's not private and it's public to where people can see all the drugs that you're doing. I mean, I don't know. That person is like really the village idiot if they're doing all of that. That's just not so like, are you trying to get arrested too? I just think that there's so many things wrong with that. But yeah, I absolutely think that checking social media and you don't, I don't think it means that somebody has to have one. Cause like, I know you don't, I don't think it like, that's not a poor reflection if someone doesn't have one. Um, like, and by one, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, I fully on expect somebody to have a LinkedIn. 100%. You have a LinkedIn, you don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> not like that professional world. No, like that has to yeah. happen. You have to have okay. a LinkedIn. Okay. Um, okay. So then here's another one. The Harris poll found that 21% of hiring decision makers or one in five said that they are not likely to consider a candidate who doesn't have a social media presence. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, we yeah. didn't. Yeah. Of course, like just for our viewers, like I I'm not all up in here. Looking at I, this, this just came up organically. I love it. But I swear, I think that this is more about, at the very least, having a LinkedIn. Like, I don't uh, think it's a poor reflection on somebody if they have a LinkedIn, because that's what that's for. Like, that's your professional social media. So I think as a professional, it's your brand. Like, we've talked about it before, how important it is to build your brand. You have to have a LinkedIn. I don't care what you do for a living. You need to have a LinkedIn. I don't give a shit if you have Instagram, Facebook, any of that other stuff, but LinkedIn is absolutely a place that we can attest to as recruiters. It's the first place we go to look for a candidate. First 100%. Place. Yeah. So and awesome. I think that it's also, it's just like your resume. It's like your it resume is. stamp. Like, hey, I exist and this is what I do. 
Yeah. You have to care somewhere, right? Yeah. I think that what's really important, and I think really especially companies are, are dedicating themselves to this both ways, is that you want someone that's passionate. And you don't want someone that's like here to clock in and out because they have to. You want yeah. them to care. Yeah. And if candidates expect companies to care, God damn it, you guys need to care too. For sure. Absolutely. Um, okay. So a survey conducted by CareerBuilder found that 54% of employers ruled out a candidate due to finding something on their social media profile that they didn't agree with, like the drugs. <laughs> it goes, yeah, goes to the yeah. goes to mission of values. Yeah. Or if somebody's just like going on you know, racist rants on there because that right, happened. That, uh, that's exactly where my mind went. Exactly where my mind went. That's where, so you, everybody needs to know if it lives on the internet, it's discoverable. Just because it's your private social media, that doesn't matter. That absolutely doesn't matter. It's it's discoverable. Um. Okay, so more than 90% of recruiters search for candidates on LinkedIn to fill company openings and over 50 million companies have a presence on LinkedIn. Wow, so, see? Yeah, <laughs> over nine, more than 90% of recruiters. That means like all of us that are out here doing what we do, helping you guys find jobs, we're looking at your LinkedIn. So we're here to tell you, if you don't have one, go get one. That is what you need to do. And it's not just that. It's have one up to date, have one that's professional and a twinge of your personality because that stuff matters. Put what you believe in, join groups, like just invest in yourself and I know that we have this service via Thriversity, which we'll put yeah. here, you know, on the podcast and stuff. But God, get some help if you need. Like, you know, there's so many people out there that now help with this. There's ChatGPT that can help you. But you know it? And it's like, get her done. Yeah. And if you want, reach out to us. If you want a recruiter to look at it from a recruiter perspective yeah. and keywords, let us know because we'd be happy to help. Um, okay. So according to LinkedIn's own data, 46 million students and recent graduates are on the platform. This makes LinkedIn a prime target to find any and or find and attract entry level college graduates. So that's good to know um, because back whenever I was had graduated college, that wasn't the thing. Like I didn't get a LinkedIn till I started working because it wasn't something I have to imagine yeah. now they're talking about it in school. I, I would hope there's classes in school, but you know how I feel about school. Yeah, no, I would hope they're talking about it, like setting people up. And I mean, I've yeah. also, to be fair, there's people that I know that are still in college and are like interns and have a LinkedIn. So I know that, yeah, you can definitely, there's an age limit. I don't think you can be, I saw this article the other day. I think there's like a 14 year old kid that graduated early and he's like at Stanford or Harvard or some like school and they won't let him on LinkedIn because he's only 14. How old do you have to be? 16? I'm assuming you have to be like 16 or 18 or something. I don't know. I think I would think 16. I mean, like I started working when I was like 15 and a half. Like that was the, the state law. I yeah. I don't know. Okay, it's its own separate issue. Whatever. Yeah, we could Google. It's it was yeah. on the news. Um, so and then obviously this one is like it's no secret. Younger generations are growing up with social media in their faces twenty four seven. So if you want them for your open jobs, you need to engage them on their turf. Set up drip yeah. campaigns on social networks to achieve this. I think that's boom. Like if you want to find the right candidates, engage them on their turf. Yeah, I mean a hundred percent. You have to. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that. And if companies don't understand that by now, then I don't know how to, it's like, you better get on that like immediately. But that just goes to sales marketing all over the place, right? If you want to sell something like, you know, for us, our turf is LinkedIn. Therefore, like, yeah. hey, if we're selling to recruiters, we know that they're on LinkedIn. Okay, great. So that's yeah. where we're going to go. 
Um, so interesting. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to tangent on TikTok because I don't know enough about it. But yeah, all the marketers like, you got to go on TikTok. You got to do this because look at this person. They're on here and they're growing. They're following. It's like, but you're right. It's like you have to make those decisions. You have to stay with it, essentially. Well, and you bring up a great point because it's whatever you do and and our, yes, like our marketing people have talked to us about this. Like you can't, it's not enough to just have the page. So if you're going to, you know, set all these things up, if you don't currently have an Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, like you have to be active on those things. That's part of it. And so only sign up for what you can maintain. maintain. And so I would say if you don't have any and you're like, where do I start? Obviously start with LinkedIn. But like, it's not enough to just have one and have no real social presence on there. Because as recruiters, we can go and look at that. We're like, if someone has no picture, they just have a name, no picture, no real job history, just maybe where they went to school. It's not a good look. Like we're here to tell you public service announcement. It's not a good look. So <laughs> you need to beef it up. Broke to boss tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's just like my every broke to boss tip. Like you need to have a LinkedIn profile and a presence regardless of what you're doing. That is your resume now. If you've noticed that recruiters are asking you for your resume much, much later in the process, it's yeah. because they're getting everything that they need to know at, or enough to have a conversation with you from your LinkedIn. 100%. But on the flip side, companies need to be listening up to that as well because that's exactly where they're going. So I would imagine, again, don't have a stat for this. I would imagine, though, that people are not going to companies' websites as often because their whole website is showcased on LinkedIn. Yeah. At least it should be. And so like the life, the mission, the values, all of that, all of those stats and stuff, all of those pictures, all of those uh, blog posts, you know, that should be on LinkedIn. Well, we do have a stat for that, and it's the next one, and you didn't even know. Um, So a study by Aberdeen Group found that 73% of job seekers between the ages of 18 and 34 found their last job through social media. Yep. 73% found them through social media. So I can, that like just drives your point home about how companies, how seriously companies need to take social media and their presence on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, on the side note, are you offended that we're not involved in the the stat because of age? Ages, I'm. You're not involved. <laughs> Who said I wasn't involved? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because I fall into this stat actually. Like I should be in this stat. This job. <laughs> that's how we connected. So yeah, that's fucked up. But I'm. But this just said people old. in their thirties. Exactly, um, fuckers. Yeah, but I think that'd be a really good one to dive into because it's like 73% of people 18 to 34. So what about the people over the over 34? That's, that's what I want to know. And so because there's this whole thing going on right now, again, totally other episode is that, you know, uh, people are retiring faster and we can't keep up, you know, yeah, so we're going to yeah. have huge labor shortages. We already have huge labor shortages. I just um, did this stat last week. Uh, there's 10.1 million jobs open. And there's only um, 6.4 million people available. Wow. Employed. Like, holy shit. So we have a, a 4 million like, people that we just don't have for these jobs. That's wild. But, so anyways, don't tangent me on this. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and I wonder if the next stat that I'm going to give gives some indication about that 18 to 34. So it says the new generation of job seekers expect you mm-hmm. to bleh, expect you to see them on places like LinkedIn Stack Overflow, user groups, GitHub, Facebook, TikTok, and other places. And I was like, okay, okay. some of those, I don't even know what it is, and I'm not involved in It's engineering. <laughs> I'm like, well, that would make sense. Yeah. But, I mean, TikTok is not just engineering. 
No, 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 no. But like uh, um, two of those were. And so I thought that was that's actually really interesting. Um, I mean, they're in such high demand yet. You know, poor tech is like. But yeah, it's still in such high demand. Yeah. And it's wild that I mean, I can't even imagine because I'm not on TikTok and maybe I need to explore that further. Like, how do you find a job on TikTok? Like, you do you watch your hiring manager do a dance? And that what TikTok is, is the dancing's like, are you watching them do fucking choreography? And like, I want to work there. Because that eight count, he just fucking nailed that eight count, you know? I'll grab my fanny all day for that, okay? <laughs> but I, I just don't, I don't get it, you know? So I'm, I'm like, I need to explore this one out there a little bit further. But um, yeah, and I think, I mean, we all know this, but as uh, recruiters, but there's include many tools out there. Um, for sending email sequences to candidates. So tools for texting candidates, recruiting tools, finding emails, find phone numbers, all kinds of stuff to contact candidates directly. But I think this whole thing in summary was like, that's one of the easiest ways to find and converse with candidates is through social media. So yeah. Do you have any stats on your little sheet here about texting? Because I would love to know, and maybe this is another episode, I would love to know if that's where we should be going, like there should be text sequences as opposed to the email sequences or LinkedIn sequences that are starting to pop up. No. Th so this was all just about social media, but we could definitely yeah. do a whole nother article um, or topic, excuse me, about um, texting and the impact that that has in recruiting or the role it plays in recruiting. Yeah. So what's interesting, and I know, sorry, side tangent here, is that um, we are being asked more often than not, and I'm really surprised, about cold calling. It's yeah. like, I thought we said goodbye to cold calling a long time ago, people. And yet I keep hearing about it like over and over and over again. Hey, where can I find phone, number, uh, phone numbers? And I'm like, you mean to text them? They're like, no, to call them. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? So, I, so yeah. I'm so i just wondering what, where the disconnect is. Um, anyways, side note. Well, and like, how do you feel when people get a hold of your phone number and cold call you? Oh, I... <laughs> do you answer? No, okay. Here's... Okay. Here's the thing. If it's in my same area code, I do. And if if I'm not with my kids and because I just assume it's something mm. about my kids, I'm like, hey, maybe I don't have this number. So I actually pick up on accident. But if I don't if I don't know the number, uh, I don't ever pick it up. But with that said, I did pick up because, again, I thought it was something for my kids. And this guy actually what he was calling me for, I actually need it. Like it was on one of my lists to go like do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, great. So I was super stoked. Right. The guy was a dingleback times 100 he was such an idiot and so i started like engaging with him i'm like hey you know i need this can you like i'm driving right now can you like email me and he was like well i don't have your email i'm like but you have my phone number like how'd you get my phone number right so i was i even was like super nice to him and like trying to like be really proactive with him getting back to me because like I, yeah i needed this done and he he did it he was like and i was like damn it, where's the disconnect? So I was excited about that cold call, but it was just very random. But you were like the only person to answer then. I, I that's know. what that tells me. Is like, he's not I, used to people answering and he didn't even know what the fuck to do at that point. He was like, no, I was so upset. I'm like, out of all of these cold calls, I talked about this all day long. It's like, you know, it, it didn't work. Um, but I did get a cold text the other day and I just dug it. And so I'm like, hey, hit me up on LinkedIn. And the person did. And I was like, yeah. hey, good for you. No, I think if it was a text, I would probably respond completely different than I do respond, which is not at all when they cold call me. I don't I just think something about like somebody cold calling your cell phone when it's like they've been sending you emails and they're going to your spam and all of that. And then they cold call your cell phone number. Just I don't I personally am not a fan of it. And so but I'm yet I'm cold calling all these people, you know, for our leads and stuff like that. But they've provided their phone number. I think it's different when someone gives you their phone number 
versus like they find it and then they cold call like your personal cell phone. But I wouldn't care if they text me, but don't call me. Right. But then to talk about that with this, in regards to social media, because we'll just stay on topic, yay for us, uh, is that, of course, what I did was is I immediately went on LinkedIn before they messaged me back. And I was like, hey, what are what's their social presence? Like, yeah, are these people, yeah. are they legit? So I think that that's the whole thing is like there's so many scammers out there. And I think we're used to it at this point. Yeah. To get taken advantage of. And I that's, I think, additionally, why you need that social media presence in recruiting. Yeah. You have to know you're legit. They have to know you walk the walk, talk the talk, all those things. So important. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think all of this heads us nicely or leads us nicely into our broke to boss tip, which you mentioned it earlier. And it's so true that I wanted to like reiterate it that with social media, you need to engage your audience on their turf. So like whoever it is, whether you're a job seeker, whether you're a company, you need to engage with your audience on their turf. And I think a way to do that as a job seeker is like joining groups. If it's LinkedIn, you know, making sure that you're commenting on their posts that the company, the company that you're going to wanting to work for, um, that they post on on LinkedIn, comment on those posts, engage with those posts, join different yeah. user groups and engage with with people in there. I think it's very, very important. And it seems like, oh, why do we have to join social media or, or participate in social media to help get a job? It's just the way the world is going. Like we just all need to embrace it, get over it. And lean into it. And again, like we said, at the very least, have a LinkedIn. If you need help, we can help you create one. We can help you. If you've already got one, we can help you make it look nice. But you have to have a LinkedIn at the very least as the start of your social footprint. Mm -hmm. Boom. 100%. 100%. Love it. I'll just draw. I'll, I'll let you drop the mic there because otherwise I was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're out of time. We loved you guys listening. Thanks so much as always. We really, really appreciate you guys listening, commenting sending us questions, sending us topics that you'd love for us to chat about. We, we love seeing that stuff. So definitely keep on sending. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Remember, you can also watch. You don't just have to listen. You have Millionaire Recruiter YouTube channel. You're welcome. And see you next week. Thanks, y'all.